Welcome to the Morning Sanity Check, where we talk about the different pillars of resilience, spiritual, physical, social, and mental. Join us so we can talk about it, then be about it. Let the show begin. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another Sanity Check. My name is Seth. And I'm Camille. Yes, and we're here to help you out to make sure everything that you're doing is in line with resilience. Right on? So, Camille, how are you doing? I'm doing good. It's a beautiful Saturday. It's a little chilly down here, but, you know, we're making it. It's good. Good. (laughs) How about yourself? You know, it's all right. I woke up a couple of days ago on the couch and my neck was hurting then, and it's still hurting now. And I did all the exercises and 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 try to and put the heat on it but ugh, it, it just ain't right i don't know what's going on but but uh but yes ladies and gentlemen if you're there just say hey shout out let us know that you're alive and it's a good morning for yes. you right and make sure you're sharing this because this is going to be an outstanding show ladies and gentlemen what we're talking about is helping versus enabling Okay, so last week we talked about owning our happiness and what that looks like. And then we kind of tiptoed around other individuals messing with your happiness right on. And so what it did was generated another conversation that we wanted to uh, dive in today. So good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Please, please, I encourage you, let your friends and family know that you're watching the Sanity Check and what we're talking about, because sometimes people don't get that good news until they hear from somebody else. Let me be or let us be the, the vehicle to speak that truth. Right on. So, Ms. Camille. How do you how, how, how do you feel first of all before we go into the definition and everything but how do you feel about the helping versus enabling how have you battled with that I've battled with it a lot uh, to be honest whether it's uh, friends or family or whatever you know um, even people that I work with having to figure out when to say enough is enough, you know, and uh, it it can be very, very hard because the taxes on your emotions, you know, we're social beings. We want to help people out. We don't want to see people, you know, die or, you know, fail or anything like that. But um, when we do that, we rob them of their opportunities to grow as well. So um, I had to, it took me a long time. Mm Took mm-hmm. me a long time because I'm a helping person by nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but at some point I had to say, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not benefiting you or me. Yes. And so I'm going to let you figure it out. Right. So. Yeah, and, and I dig that. And part of my issue was being able to just letting someone suffer and seeing yes. them suffer. At first it's like, oh, I don't want them to. I don't want them to. But I'm preventing you from growing. You know what I mean? And probably, listen, that's a part of life that I won't be able to, you know, give to you to teach you. You you almost need to feel that heat on that stove that I kept keeping you away from because it was hot. See, some people don't believe fat meat is greasy, you see. So if you don't believe fat meat is greasy, go ahead. You see what I'm saying? And and check it out for yourself. But go ahead and jump up in there. What's the definition of uh, that? So um, the definition, uh, you guys might have saw it on the the post that uh, Seth put up, but 
two different things, right? So enabling is really is doing something for somebody who can and should be doing it for themselves. Mm-hmm. All right. And oftentimes we, we do that. It's something that somebody could do, but we just jump in and do it. That's enabling. Helping on the other t- hand is really supporting their choices that lead to recovery and wellness. Or on the other hand, doing something for someone who is unable to do it physically or mentally or whatever, unable to do it for a temporary period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So those are the, the differences between enabling and helping. Yes. And a lot of times we enable without actually understanding that we're doing that while we're thinking we're helping. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, yeah. So what about you, Seth? I mean, like, I know you have your always have your own spin on what enabling is or whatever the word is for the day. So what would you say in your words? Because I like to hear, you know, you know, your wordsmith. <laughs> well, 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 you know, basically the whole enabling piece to me is pretty much you're doing something from for someone like you said when they are completely capable of doing it for themselves right and so it comes a point in time when you kind of need to chill on out and 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 see what they got going on and what they did to put themselves in that situation and why are they watch this why are they still there but helping individuals to the same to your same point is being able to really do something for someone that can't do it for themselves or they're just not able to at that time so you're you're being a good wingman if you will say okay look i got you no problem but watch this i got you right now now don't keep on coming on coming around coming around so that that's how i see that and that's i had to grow in maturity when it comes down to that right like how to separate the two and realize when there may be some manipulation going on there yes Yes, and we will talk about that. But um, as we get in, I'm going to jump in and talk about enabling. So when a person is enabling somebody, they're always trying to fix something. They're trying to solve the problems, mm-hmm. take away all the consequences, as we said before, which stifles a person's ability to grow, to think critically, to be able to you know, find what it is that um, really works for them. Because oftentimes when we enable people, when things don't go wrong, then they want to blame us. Oh, well, you told me to do this or you did this or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. Um, And they don't ever feel the consequence of their actions. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to do that. So it can kind of manifest in like a few different ways. But it's usually supporting bad habits or harmful addictions and things like that. And when I say addictions, addictions aren't just like drugs. Mm -hmm. You know, people think about drugs and alcohol and things like that. Um, But it could be anything from... um, shopping habits or gambling habits Mm -hmm. or, you know, things that they just want to have but can't afford, you know, so it's habits can be and addictions can be some of anything, anything that you do excessively um, and outside of what you're supposed to be doing or are capable of doing. Mm -hmm. So it could be something like, you know, you, you have those times where you've given people money. They say, oh, man, I can't pay my rent. You know, can I borrow five, six, eight hundred dollars? I get you back on the on the back end. It's like, well, why can't you pay your rent? Because mm-hmm. I just saw you turn it up, turn it up two weeks ago. Right. You know what I mean? right. And then as soon as you give them the money, then they turn it up again. And you're like, hold on. Mm-hmm. You turn it up on my money that I just gave you for your rent. On you my dime. The money. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. <laughs> and then if you say something about it, they get upset. Right. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, it could be like making excuses excuses for your friends, you know, um, so other people don't judge them. Um, 
especially if it's like physical abuse and things like that. It could be hiding um, bruises and things like that out of fear of retaliation. It could be uh, taking over someone else's responsibilities. Um, so many things. And we'll talk about the consequence of that for the for the giver as well in a minute. Yes. But, you know, if you don't if you're not sure um, if you're an enabler, there's some questions that you can ask yourself. And I'm just going to go through a couple of questions and stuff like go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, 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 no. I, I want you to get to those. But before I do, I want to make sure we take some time out for our sponsors. But ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the helping versus enabling and we're going to get into those type of questions that you can ask yourself and also i want you to think about the individuals that you are helping and enabling and it's a difference between friends and family okay so stick around we'll be right back Integrity Consulting and Professional Services LLC is a minority, female-owned, nonprofit management consulting agency located in Humble, Texas, north of Houston. The owner, Jackie Dozier, has over 36 years of nonprofit and for-profit business management experience. She can take your idea from thought to manifestation while offering a myriad of services to help you successfully manage your business along the way. Her services include state filing anywhere in the United States, getting your employee identification number and 501c3 tax determination, providing cooperative and service agreements and mandatory documents, one-on-one -on -one grant writing training and consultation, board and staff development, and more. Ms. Dozier's clients include the U.S. Departments of Health and Human Services, the Administration of Children and Youth, U.S. and Caddo Parish, Louisiana Departments of Education, and the list goes on. References are available. Check her out on our Facebook page, Integrity Consulting and Professional Services, LLC, and contact her by email at integrityconsultingpsllc at gmail.com. Rates are competitive. Say you heard about her on Sanity Check for a 5% discount. ICPS, providing all of your small business and grant writing needs with integrity and professionalism. Right, all right, everybody. Hey, welcome back to another Sanity Check. And ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about enabling versus helping. Okay, enabling versus helping. So if there's individuals that you know that's struggling with this and that have been for years, tap them on the shoulder and say, friend, friend, you might. Hey, look. Hey, you, you, you might want to listen to the sanity check right on. But look, I want to say good morning to everyone that's out there. Everyone. Hey, what's going on, Miss Crystal? How you doing? How you doing, ma'am? How are you? Hey, hey. And of course, big old mama there. There hey. we go. Hey, hey. So go ahead. To your point, um, Camille, you were talking about the, the questions to ask yourself. Absolutely. So I know some people were asking last week, you know, like, how do you know? And here are some questions that you can ask yourself to kind of clarify whether you're helping or enabling. So if you're ignoring, you know, you can ask yourself, am I ignoring unacceptable behavior? Which means that I see my friends going out there all the time and they're reckless with their money and stuff like that. But yet every time they come to me, I'm giving them money. 
am I ignoring that unacceptable behavior without, you know, confronting the issue and just giving them the money? Or am I saying something? If you're ignoring it, probably enabling. Um, do you find yourself resenting? Here's the one that I really, really had a problem with. Um, when people would ask me to do something and I knew that I was enabling them, I would feel resentful. I would do it, but I felt resentful. I would get angry, like, why are they always asking me to do it? You know, I really don't want to do this thing that they asked me to do. And I found that I was doing it begrudgingly. And somebody told me, you know, anything that you do out of obligation is a lie anyway. And I'm like, this is true. I didn't want to do it. So you hold know, on, I, hold on. Take, take, Let's take a step back. You said you uh -huh. was doing it what now? Begrudgingly. <laughs> okay. And I heard you, but I wanted you to say it again for those in the back, because I don't think they understand what that means. Right. Because you can have a heart of giving, but you're giving like, oh, I don't want to do the sound. Listen, yes. the first drop of I don't want to. That's your sign. What you waiting for? So yeah. what you're doing is you're trying to convince yourself to, to do it, even though everything around you is saying, "Boo, I don't want to. Stop doing what? Okay, but go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, and that's true, and that's that resentful, um, you know, feeling that you get because you really don't want to do it anyway, or you know that it, this is just one of a thousand times. You know what I'm saying? So, um, pay attention to those feelings. Um, have you? I know a lot of people that are givers. They constantly put themselves aside for other people. Right. You know what I mean? If they have something going on and somebody who they've been enabling, you know, oh, I need you to do this. Please, can't nobody do it for you. You know, even though they may have something that they've already planned or they had some things that they wanted to do, you know, with that time, um, they'll put it aside just to help somebody else. And you can't neglect yourself. You know what I mean? You still have to take care of you because people will suck you dry. We always talk about those, you know, vampires that suck you. They will suck the life out of you. Right. But, you know, you'll know because they'll keep coming back because you keep giving them. You're you, 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 yeah, you know, you, you keep giving them. You keep giving them the neck. But then, you know, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. But we need to really think about this, though, ladies and gentlemen. We need to think about who are we helping? Exactly. What I mean by that is, and, and I know we talked about this a little bit, but are you helping them because they need the help? Or are you really helping yourself because you need to help some damn body? Come on now. So the thing is, you would rather help someone versus help yourself and in a, in a roundabout way, they will always be in some type of debt to you. All right. So you will have something over their head. And, to, you know, it's almost like a, a, a hierarchy type of thing. But what is it about you that you say, you know what? I always got to help this person. Now, look, they always come to me. Really? Why? So it's like, yeah, you can stop them if you wanted to. But is it something about you that like them sucking on you dry? Yes. Come on now. Hey, it might hurt some feelings, but it's okay. This is Sunday check. We're doing it out of love, right? Oh, what you think about right that? What you think about that, well, Camille? That's, well, that's true. And that gets to another point where we talk about that um, codependency. Um, there is a codependency that goes along with enabling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. And people often don't understand that. They're kind of like, you know, um, I, I'm just trying to help this person. I just, you know, I just want to make sure they're good. I don't want to do this. But you have to understand what codependency and enabling is. Yes. And it really is like, it's, it's being, 
you're, you're taking on your, your, your friends or your, your family members, like dysfunctional behavior. Right. And that is what drives your satisfaction. Hold on. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait. So say that I, I, I think, I, I, see the reason why I stop you, not because it ain't making sense. It's making so much sense that it might go right past somebody's face. You see? So say that again about individuals. What's happening? So it basically their dysfunction, it drives your satisfaction. There are people that thrive off of other people's problems and they really want to be like the savior. You know what I look, mean? To her point, so, look at that. Self. We are not the Messiah. See? Self, yes, we are not. We are not. And so there's some some things that, you know, you can look at. And, and I love to help people, you know what I mean? And I would always be like, well, I don't want nobody to feel like, you know, I didn't help them or I wasn't there for them. And so I would put all of my needs aside. And then I would find myself being, you know, resentful towards them. But I'm like, I don't want nobody to think that I ain't a good person. So, you know, I'm just going to keep helping. I, I wasn't thriving off of it, so to speak. But Maybe kind of at a point, you know what I mean? And it's dysfunctional. It's dysfunctional for you and for them. So it's some signs and symptoms that I just kind of want to, you know, behaviors that I want to give to you guys that um, will help you determine whether you're codependent on those who you are enabling. And those are you feel responsible for other people's well-being. Like you feel responsible for their decisions, their behaviors or whatever. If you don't step in and do it, then they will do something else you know, in return. And, oh, I don't want them to do that. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to give them whatever it is that they need. Um, you always want to help people solve their problems to make them feel better. You feel responsible for doing that. You know, like their happiness is your problem or you can fix their happiness. Mm -hmm. You can't do it. We talk about it all the time in last week that it's an inside job. You know, uh, you get angry when um, people, other people are wrong. And then you personally, personally face the injustice. So you standing up all the time for other people. You feel safe and secure and comfortable when you're giving constantly, even sometimes at the expense of yourself. Uh, you feel like guilty sometimes. Uh, here's the thing about guilt, right? <laughs> so people want to take you on a guilt trip, especially enabling. I mean, you know, people that um, are basically sucking the life out of you that you're enabling. And the time that you don't give them what they want, then they want to put you on a guilt trip. But guess what? The thing about guilt trips are you can choose whether you want to go on the journey or not. Don't go on the guilt trip journey. You know, you're giving and you have been given and given and given and given. And they want to just act like you haven't done anything at the first no, even when you didn't have it. I'm not going on that guilt trip. I know that I've done so much at this point and I just kind of be like, and yes, codependency is an addiction and that's that thriving off of. So you'll find certain people that are enabling people. They are constant enablers. And a lot of times it's because of that very thing that you just said. Um, it's an addiction. That's how they feel useful. That's how they feel validated. That's where they get their um, you know, self-worth and self-esteem from is the ability to help other people. But it's not good. Got you. So, it's you know, good. the thing is, is ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about the difference between helping and enabling and how to help yourself and also the signs that, you know, you are doing one and or the other. And the key is to understand where the motives are. And what I would like to kind of <clears throat> understand or not necessarily understand or talk about, but just want to drop this on you as far as how 
your the individuals that love and trust you use that and take advantage of you and how you can you know set those boundaries that's one of the main things is what we're talking about being able to set those boundaries and being okay because your boundaries ladies and gentlemen is a representation of your standards so if you don't set those boundaries or standards individuals are going to be habitual standard crossers you see what i'm saying because you ain't set nothing in concrete watch this you said it in sand you feel yeah. me or better yet you, you said it in snow so what happens is it'll melt and it ain't there no more so you have to keep putting something out there how about you set it in concrete yes. and st- but then set it with love you have to set it with love. Say, hey, look, I love you. I don't want to see you go through this, but this is your life. All right. And even when it comes down to our children, hey, I am not a believer in these uh, uh, boomerang babies. That's me personally. Look here. Will you get out? It ain't no, hey, my fault. I jacked up. Let me come on home. No, wait a minute. Let's work it out. You understand? But. I want to be it because I love you. I'm going to make sure that you have everything that you need, but I need to give you what you need for life. You get what I'm saying? So that you can, it's not to come on back and get in my basement so you can recuperate. No, I need you to hurt a little bit. You get what I'm saying? So what do you think about the enabling and helping grown children? Well, I have grown children of my own, so I, I've had to, you know, I sent my daughter out there at 18 in the world, um, and she did all right. She did all right, but she found her way back home. But in my teaching, she knew that she couldn't come home without a job. Mm-hmm. So when she told me that she had, was coming back home, she was like, but mom, I already got a job. <laughs> I already went on my interview. I got hired, and I'll be back. And so I'm like, okay. So she know. had a plan. She had a plan because she knew that she just couldn't come home and just leech off of me. Mm-hmm. And so she she got a job and, you know, she had a car and she took care of the things that she could take care of. And I made her uh, responsible to pay her part of the rent and utilities and things like that. And then at one point she kind of stopped and I, I didn't say anything. But um, one day she just came to me and was like, Mom, I'm moving out. And I was like, oh, when? It was on Tuesday. She was like, um, on Thursday. I was like, what? She was like, I already went and found the apartment. I got a new job. You know, I've been saving the money that I wasn't giving you. Damn. Okay. <laughs> you know? right. so that she, exactly. Right. But um, she's like, I've been saving the money uh, that I wasn't giving you so that I can have the money that I needed to move out. And she's been gone and she hasn't asked for anything. So, um, you know, it's giving them those tools. And so I'm a, I'm a believer and I'm not going to let my child be homeless, mm-hmm. but you're going to come home with consequences and rules and boundaries. It, yes. And there's some things that you have have to do mm-hmm. getting a job figuring out this whole budget her and I sat down with the whole budget and everything to make sure that she was prepared so the next time she went out there you know it'd be a longer stint before she came back home you, if she yes. came back home but you know what I'm saying yeah no I no come back. I get I get what you're saying I get exactly what you're saying and so it, it also one thing too that we need to make sure that we do friends or family hey if if you don't if you are truly helping the person Help them with conditions, but still unconditional love. What I mean by that is, hey, you wouldn't be able to go to the bank and say, hey, look, 
I know your mama. Look out for me. You get what I'm saying? The bank say, "Oh yeah, you right here. Here's a, here's a hundred dollars." No, look. First of all, let's let's look at your 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 payment record. Okay, let's see what you're able to give back. Okay, and then watch this. I want it back. Now, if you're in a position when you can just give it and forget it, give it and forget it, but don't really don't say nothing about it. But if you're giving it. Give it, but also put some teeth behind it. Even when people are coming to stay with you, don't, hey, look, you could just stay here till you get on your feet, but I need you out of here such and such a day and don't get comfortable. You see what I'm saying? Realize this. If individuals are, ex- are expecting something from you or wanting something from you, they abide by your rules. You don't abide by their rules, see, because they came to you you dig it it's not the other way around so watch out like you were saying earlier like Camille was saying earlier watch out for the manipulations because people will guilt you into like look you know I can't do this I can well uh, you could if you wanted to let's look at what got you in that situation you see what I'm saying now we want to have that conversation see well we also have to realize that when we give money like that or give whatever it is that you have to give it with the expectation that you won't get it back and if you're giving your very last and you're depending on that money for you know your livelihood or to pay your mortgage or your car note or whatever um you already put yourself in a bind already because you can't get blood from a turnip right yep. you can't get money from somebody who won't willingly give it to That's you right. you can't access their bank and take it mm-hmm. so then you become resentful again but they keep doing it they'll come back because the next time even though they didn't pay you so I remember when I was talking about that bank my mom had put on their bank of Camille's clothes and I was mm-hmm. like where can you go <laughs> ask for a loan you know not pay it back or get a loan at no interest not pay it back then come back to again get ask for another loan get that loan interest-free without having to pay a penalty for the first loan that you got not pay that back and then come back where they do that at see you couldn't go to a bank and do that but you expect for you to be able to come to me and then you want to put me on a guilt trip Mm -hmm. no i just gave you a whole month's salary that i had to work all of these hours for and you just like you don't even care like it doesn't even matter to you right so i've learned that if you can't give it um Without it hurting you, don't give it. That's right. Give it with the expectation that you won't get it back. Right. If you ever do get it back, that's a bonus. That's a bonus. You know? But then you can't continue the behavior that allows them to keep coming back and you continue to enable them. And then you're resentful. And that's the well, key. Well, me stop giving. That's right. Right. And so, <laughs> so that's what you got to do. And, and, and that's, that's what yes. leads me to the next point. So yes. we need to ask ourselves, where does the buck stop? You know, where does it stop? Like when do. So basically, what is your negotiating boundaries? We have to understand that, like if you are going to do something for someone, realize that if you are helping them out, you're helping them out to a point. Right. You ain't got to take them all the way around. Look, this you can listen. You can help them by just showing them directions. As a matter of fact. Yes. How about this, ladies and gentlemen? And look, shout out to y'all that's just tuning in. Please share this and, and make sure that you, uh, you know, let anybody, let everybody know that uh, that you're watching Sanity Check. And also let us know where you're at. We love to see that. But <clears throat> another thing that you can do, and it's help. How about if someone is asking you, how do you do this? Can you do this for me? Blah, blah, blah. Is nothing wrong with saying Google it. Yes. Hey. 
Go on ahead. Because listen, chances are I might Google it first to make sure I'm giving you right information. So if you are contacting me on my smartphone, chances are your phone just as smart as mine. So how about we use our phone and not let our phones use us? Okay, and uh-huh. go ahead and Google what you want to ask me, and then you might get more information and different information that's going to apply to you, right? So don't be afraid to say, you know what, I don't have the time right now. However, if you go on and Google it, oh, wait, watch this. If you go to YouTube, watch this. If you go to YouTube, you can watch it. Okay, so do that. But understand setting those boundaries may be something that simple is going ahead. Look it up. Can't help you. What you think about that? So that's that's what I do. Um, do so even like at work, mm-hmm. you know, I tell my my troops and stuff when they come and ask me questions, they got so used to it because I'd be like, OK, well, what did you find? You know, where did you look? And so then they be like, I'm like, don't come in here and ask me a question that you have not put any effort for. Hey, exactly. So I'd be like, okay, well, tell me what you did. Did you go through AP? Okay, come back and let me know. When you've exhausted all of your means, then come back and I'll walk you through the process or I'll help you. And and oh, by the way, I'm not doing it for you. I would always say, Papa Squat. Yeah. Papa Squat, pull up a chair and I'm going to walk through this with you. So the next time you know exactly what to do. Oh, and by the way, when you do the research for yourself is my mom always used to tell me you'll find so much other stuff you'll be looking for one thing but you'll find tons of other stuff you know what I mean so I'm not going to enable you Mm -hmm. I'm going to teach you Mm -hmm. how to find the information that's going to help you for yourself Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I I do that all the time and then so the other thing is I always I had to start telling people um I don't want to be your plan a b c d or e (laughs) come to me when it's on plan F, that means you've done a lot of the work on your own mm-hmm. and you absolutely cannot mm-hmm. figure it out mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I was like, I, I just, I don't want to be that first, second, third, fourth plan. I really, really need for you to figure out how to do it on your own. Because some people, like they say, I didn't get it until I hit rock bottom. Sometimes that's what it takes yeah. because you have to figure out how to climb yourself out of whatever hole you didn't hey, for yourself. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So I need to let you yes. do that. And, and you know, <laughs> and, and you're absolutely right. You, you have to do that. And you also, too, have to be okay. Like I was saying earlier, you have to be able to see the difference between a person that needs help and a person that you're enabling. And then I know I brought up the the children, but even family members, we may see individuals that we grew up with and, you know, they, they see, you know, you can still see them as a little kid. Like, you know what? He, he just, he just slow, you know, he just don't get it, you know? Listen, now that that cuteness is damn near 50 years old. So now what you're doing? Okay, listen, stop with your with your grown grown daughter or your grown niece. Because look, wait, watch this. Check this out. And I I might be talking to somebody out there. Y'all be okay, Right. Because this this is all in love. But if you know somebody, y'all, that's constantly putting them. Watch this. Putting themselves in out of line situations, but then they keep coming back to you. When do we have that conversation and say, hey, 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 look, I can go on the calendar and show every time you did A, you got B, 
and then then you see me. You dig it? Watch this. I'm gonna say it again. You do A, B happens, and then you see me. How? Watch this. How about stop doing the A? So B won't happen, right on. But if you don't even want to have that conversation, you need to say that to yourself. Self, what's going on? You see that? Yeah, I see it. Do you see it? I see it. Let's stop. You feel me? Because if you don't, they won't. It's like a thief, right? A thief is going to continue to steal until they get caught. Some people are going to continue to steal your time, joy, money, and happiness, right? Until you have no more or the buck stops. Right? Absolutely. I don't even want to be C, though, to be honest. You know how they say them five wise? Yeah. I need you to dig a little bit deep, mm-hmm. you know, because some people will do the bare minimum oh, just yeah. to say they did something, yeah. you know, so that they can come see you. Yeah. That's why I said I don't want to be A, B, C, D, E. Mm-hmm. Come to me about F, you know, yeah. when you said, you know. Yeah, if it, I done, done everything I can. L- last you know resort. I mean? Yeah, but I need for you to to do some digging, digging, mm-hmm. digging, mm-hmm. um, before you you come. Mm-hmm. And then another thing I was gonna say really is like a lot of people who um, you know, are the ones that are are, are trying to get whatever. You have to be aware of the manipulation. You know, you have to be aware and and you have to be aware of your own feelings about it, too. Mm -hmm. If it don't feel right, you know, because people, they will give you some good lines. You you know, like like the world is just ending and make you feel like it was your fault, you know, and they will manipulate your feelings and your relationships and, you know, the the closeness that you had. Or maybe that one time that, you know, 15 years ago when you had to borrow twenty dollars for something, they will manipulate that and Oh, I was there for you when you needed your baby needed a can of milk. You'd be like, okay, I gave you like 500 times worth of cans of milk since then. Like, you know, so don't let them manipulate your feelings. Um, have some, or I, I will say, try to pray for, or ask for, or whatever your thing is, some discernment in that to see when people are BSing you. You know what I mean? That you can call them out on that and say no, because truth of the matter is, I just posted the thing on the sanity check about the power of your mind. Um, you are where you are because of your choices in life. That's right. When you own that, you can change that. Mm. And until you own that, you'll always be in that same place and a victim. You can say, I can make better choices in the way I spend my money and what I do with my time and who I'm around. It is your choice. Yes. Period. Everything you do is a decision that you have made. What you've allowed is a decision. Now, there are certain things when you're kids and you're not, you know, you don't understand these things. Mm -hmm. But once you become an adult, your decisions, where you are, is directly proportional to the decisions that you've made in your life. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you don't want to be there no more. Mm hmm. Stop turning up. That's right. Stop spending your money on, you know, alcohol mm-hmm. you can't afford. Mm-hmm. Stop loaning your money out to other people, knowing that you would have to borrow it from someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so you have to take responsibility for your own choices. Your own, And this is for the enabler as well. Yes, you you're absolutely right. Take responsibility you're absolutely for right. your own choices. Yes. Because only you can change the situation. That's right. And Big Herm. Yes, you're absolutely right. And so, listen, look, I don't care what <laughs> you eating for breakfast you know what you out of line shout out to big herm right y'all look we're on the lions then so check us out sunday at uh, six o'clock right central standard but look guys we're about to take we're about to take a break for our sponsors but again we're talking about enabling versus helping how are you doing that 
who are you doing it to and are you getting done wrong all right we'll be right back buy or sell anywhere across the 50 states, contact Jamila Seals. Jamila is a realtor with Keller Williams Marquis who exudes credibility, commitment, and determination while serving the Metro East and Scott Air Force Base, Illinois areas. Her warm and friendly approach combined with unparalleled communication skills and enthusiasm for helping others allows her to connect and provide clients with the best possible service and experience. There are three things she does with and for her clients. First, negotiate deals for you. This means she'll treat your money like it's her money. Second, guide you through a simplified process, which means she'll provide sound advice to ensure you make an informed decision in identifying or choosing the right house for you. And last but not least, creative marketing. She'll provide a cutting edge marketing plan that's tailor-made for you. Bottom line, she's going to get the job done properly and not let you down. So if you're searching for your new dream home, give Jamila a call today at area code 618-202-8751. Again, that's 618-202-8751. All right, all right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the sanity check and we're talking about oh we're talking about the actual helping versus enabling what that looks like okay and and we're talking about the codependency and shout out to everybody that's tuning in we appreciate y'all even herm eating barbecue ribs for breakfast lord have mercy but then we also see this stop playing wifey for bed uh deadbeat men and vice versa stop being a captain save them to them if you can dig it right if you don't know google it you know what i'm talking about but still you know we 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 need to be we need to be cautious of how we are spending our time but it was something that i wanted to touch on a little bit when it comes down to the addictions Uh now i'm going to use this one because it's older not as old but it's older let's say about 40 ish years old Y'all, we're going to talk about crackheads, okay? We're going to talk about real good old, good old, smart, cunning ingenuity of the crackheads, right? And the manipulation. This is the deal. The reason why I say that is because if we don't know them, we've seen them all around. And, they, you know, they're getting good, right? Because now they don't look like they used to look like no more, right? They, they've, they've morphed into something different. But to that point, this is... An individual that is clearly addicted to something. However, they can always sell you a dream that they're on the other side of whatever their addiction is. If you understand what I'm saying. Hey, Scooby, man, look, look, I just need five dollars. I'm about to get this suit for my. uh, (laughs) Hey, I'm about to get this suit for my for my uh, interview. And then so. I'm like, wait a minute. What type of five dollar suit? Wait, what type of job you get? But but before now, now, of course, you know, it's just but you would have those type of conversations because, you know, people would say certain things like, hey, well, look, I'm I'm trying. Look, you know, look, you you know, I didn't kick it. I ain't doing that no more. You know, I got to let it go. But all I need is a dollar for this for this for this bus ticket so I can. 
Come on now. So now we need to, again, set those boundaries. But then to your point, Camille, when individuals are doing things over and over again, we need to become immune to the aroma of BS. If you can dig what I'm saying. See, you can smell it a mile away. Watch this. So on the first of the month, certain people get money first of the month. But right, wake up, wake up. But now this is the deal. What happens on the seventh of the month? Now, if your habits is out of line, you're going to start looking for those revolving doors if you can dig it. So if you have been perpetuating a certain habit for the person that's addicted to whatever it can be food it can be sex mm-hmm. it can be their, their their physical you know what i mean look i just need to go see my girl i just look just hold my baby for a minute i just need to be i'll be right back give me five minutes ain't nothing happening for five minutes right? but the deal is when you start seeing this over and over again you start to smell like okay here they come now when you get that in your head when do you stop? You feel me? Now, what do you think about that, Camille? You know, no, we talked about that. It's a powerful word. You know what I mean? And just to, to, to Herman's point, crack ups, crackheads wake up with no money, but they know they're going to get some crack that day. See, they Don't know it. That's, it a, that's a hustle. See, y'all stop being the crackheads for the crackheads. You dig? Because there is some addiction on your part. There is. And that goes back to that codependency behavior. And that is an addictive behavior, you know, that, oh, I'm everybody's savior. No, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be. Save your own self. First. Save your own self, the resentment, the heartache, the headache, the broken relationships, the, you know, staying in bad places where you know they ain't no good for you. You know, I just don't want to be alone. So I'm going to stay with this bad, you know, person who's abusing me and everything because I'd rather be with somebody than be by myself. Just stop. Just stop. And, and and like my mom always tell me, and you know, my mom taught me a lot of things. That's good. <laughs> yeah, shout out to mom. But I used to be like, mom, I don't know how I can't do it. She said, just stop. You can just stop. You have the power just to stop. You know, and I was like, and it seems so hard. You know, I can't just do it. Yes, you can. And I've learned that. Yes, you can. You can just stop because you have complete power over your feelings, over your actions, over your behaviors, over what you will allow, what you will not, you know, and that no. <laughs> no, I'm not going to allow you to walk over me. Uh, now, you're going to feel something, hey, but you can still just stop. You, yeah, can. you ain't changing Listen, nobody who don't want to be changed. Hey, <laughs> I love that. I love no power, that. Right? right. Listen, check it out. And, and it's the same thing with, with the men. Listen, I'm going hey, to change her into a housewife. Look, where did you find her? First exactly. of all, wait, hey, where did you wait? How did you? Come on now, let, let, let's look at some things. So they there's individuals. Look, there's individuals. Look at this nut. So <laughs> look, so look, there's individuals that have said, hey, I'm going to invest my time and energy to change this person's mindset so now they can be who I think they should be like. We're putting our love and energy for potential. Look, the potential is already there. But what about the willfulness? That part. The willfulness. Where is that at? So individuals are going to show you how much will they have. Just watch them. Look, watch this. Look, look. Just sit back and do one of these. Hey, look, 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 look. Look look at me like, okay. 
Yes. I say, look, if you really want something, if you really want something out of your life, you telling me you want this. I'm going to watch this see what, what, what you going to do with this. Wait, Hello? watch this. What you going to do with what you got? <laughs> Lord, I'm mercy. That's that whole chasing chasing happiness. You know, I see it, and I'm gonna talk about with certain different addictions, not just like drug addictions or whatever. People want that so stuff so bad, and I'm like, you know, stuff don't make you happy, but they're so addicted to the stuff or the status or the perceived status or whatever that they'll do anything to get it. You know what I mean? Anything. They will do absolutely anything to get it. And then here we are. We mad at them. They doing what they do because that's who they are. You know what I mean? And we mad at them because we keep giving them the money and See. everything like that. And it's like, just stop. People should, with those things, you can, you can stop if you take care of what you have. Who should you and, be mad at? Hello, you should be mad at yourself. But even for the person who's addicted, I just be like, you got all this stuff. What was wrong with the one thing you had? absolutely nothing but now you're going in debt to get the next thing you ain't even use that thing like when do you say okay you know what enough is enough and you don't deserve anything if you can't take anything new if you can't take care of what you already got you, that's, you, that's my you, own personal thing I'm yeah. like, okay well, well i'm not paying for that i'm not giving you money for that because you didn't need it anyway and, i'm not going yeah. out of my way so that that's another thing too that's a real good uh transition and listen ladies and gentlemen if you guys are enjoying this please give us some love some hearts right and share this please because this is some good uh this is some good information please please we do ask you for that because this this is some good word that individuals can use i want you guys to also think about if you are look if you're giving and you're giving and you're giving and individuals don't take what you give them as something beneficial. Like if you keep giving fishes, right, but you're not teaching them how to fish, then you can't be mad at what they do with your fish. Come on now. So the deal is, is you keep giving them this and you keep giving them whatever chances, 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 chances. And then when they take the chances that you give them and they still don't do what you think they should do with them, then what's the real issue here? You see, because then you will leave the situation feeling worse than you did in the first place. Yes. You get what I mean? So we need to be cognizant of that in our motives, you know? Yeah. And it's a mind matter. You can teach somebody how to fish. And here's the other thing you can te- you can find out if a person really, really wants help or if they just want to be enabled is if you give them all the tools, you've taught them how to fish. You know, you gave them a little fish to sustain them while I'm teaching you how to fish. Mm-hmm. But then they know how to get they have all the principles. They're doing everything. And then they come back with the same story because they haven't used the skills that you've taught them. You know that they don't really want help. They just want a handout. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They don't want to do the work to get what they want. They want to take the easy road and they just want somebody to give it to them. You know, they don't want to be responsible for having to do what it takes to to get that thing and do it the right way. Come here. And there's so yes, sir. Check it out. Check this out. But you got it. Look, you got it. You you retired, senior master, and you got it. Hey, watch this. You get look at your house. You got you got it. Come on Just now. Because I have it, don't mean I have it to give to you. I work for that. You should do the same. Therefore, you can have as much as your uh, budget will allow 
when you've done the work to get what you now you can have all of this and more if you put the work in but just because i have it doesn't mean that i have it to give to you when you're able-bodied and you could do the same thing like i don't understand why people think that you were here on this earth to work for them <laughs> like i don't get it i got a whole family you never even asked me how my family was doing or if i needed anything but when i say no then all of a sudden oh you are you are, you won't do me like that you know i got all these do you know what obligations i have you count my pockets but obviously you ain't counting yours see so like, no 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 absolutely <laughs> see and we got individuals even right now individuals will real talk see what you're doing or see little things on uh, Facebook or whatever and they're counting your coins digitally digitally okay but this is the deal they wasn't with you while you were grinding they wasn't with you while you was did I ever talk about the uh, the cornbread did I talk about the cornbread yeah so those of you that don't know about the cornbread ain't gonna get into it but listen folks love cornbread but not everybody wanna go shopping with you to get the ingredients not everybody wanna get in the kitchen and sweat with you right but boy when they come out the oven they smell when they smell that cornbread they like hey hey look you got it all I want is a little piece where was that little piece of time and effort that could have helped with this cornbread you dig and listen this the break this the crazy part they probably had everything at their crib that could have made your cornbread better but they watch this they held it on to themselves for themselves see and they didn't want to share their cornbread now they come to you and say, you want your cornbread? Yeah, I want my cornbread. I would have loved to share it with you. But look how you played me when I needed some help. But now you see my abundance of cornbread. Now you won't. If you don't get your silly self out my face, want my corn, Y'all. Get out my cornbread. Um, and I can't I can't even with Herman talk about them chitlins. No, sir. Mm-mm. No, sir. Not, Hold on. Mm-mm. No. You keep Listen. At your house. Look at here. Let me tell you something. <laughs> nope, we ain't gonna do it. You, you, you're trolling. You're trolling. We ain't talking about no chitlins. Listen, it's gonna make this whole stream smell bad. We ain't gonna do it. Okay? But seriously though. Yes, 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 yes. yes we do have those Facebook stalkers. And and then that's what people do. That's what people do. Yes. People do they watch your coins and then they come at you. Yo, I see you got yeah. this. Boo 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 boo. What's yeah. up? No. Yeah, and then the other thing is sometimes see here's this thing, because I love to cook and bake. Anybody who knows me knows that I like I mm-hmm. like to cook and bake. And um it was my ex ex husband um that told me <laughs> you a mess. <laughs> You caught that. Yeah. I was like, hold on, that's a long ass X. But go ahead. go ahead. He was a great cook. Mm-hmm. He was a great cook. And um he always used to tell me, he said, Look, you know, um, if you're not gonna do it with love, don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, huh? He's like, my grandmother always used to tell me that's the secret ingredient to everything is doing it with love. You can't put that, you know, resentment in my cornbread. And then there's some people that'll just come over and they'll give you a little bit of sugar just to say that they gave you a little bit of sugar oh, for that cornbread. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're not about to serve that at my table. You're not, <laughs> you're not about to do that. So guess what? Go on with your little 
stinky sugar, you know, I go to the neighbor who, who, who gives me and gives me, you know, out of love or who wants to come over and give because it's the right thing to do or whatever. They eating some, so I'm going to put a little five, you know, I'm, I'm going to put five on it. I got five on it. You know, you know what? what I'm saying? And, and then we can come and break bread together. But, you know, don't just do it because just to say that you did something so that you can get the return. That's greater than what on you the investment. You know what? And you know, so, like, hey, uh, hold on. You, uh, say that. Look, <laughs> listen, ladies and gentlemen. Again, if this, if y'all just tuning in, we're getting ready to. Uh, we, we are talking about enabling and helping people. But boy, this is some good news. This is some real good news that you can use right on because there's individuals that will let you know. Hey, you remember that time I took you to school when you was in the third grade? <laughs> Fool, if you don't get out my face. Look, you was grown then and grown now. So, you know what I'm saying? But but we have to be cognizant of those individuals that's ready to sprinkle just a little bit, but they want the return on that little bit. But it's a whole lot that goes along with that. You get what I'm saying? So what Herm says, he says, I never remind people what I've done for them. And I expect that. Yes. And, and, and truly, if it comes from the right place, look, that's it. Because you know what you've done, right on. But to make individuals feel a certain way, look, I remember when you ain't have no sugar. Look, I came over and gave you a cup, and that's how you treat me. You ain't going to let me borrow $100? Uh, no. <laughs> I know you got it. You right. Look, look, hey, watch this. You right. I got it. But no, (laughs) you get what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen, I know we've said this before, but just as a reminder, the word no requires no explanation. Okay, it requires no explanation. So let individuals know if it's not right with your heart and you're saying this to yourself, I really don't feel right by doing it. That is the first sign of no question is how many signs you need to that no right you already know and then watch this if you're going to do it anyway what you gonna say i knew i shouldn't have did that how many times you gonna say i knew i shouldn't have as soon as it said it in the beginning stop doing it ladies and gentlemen this is the sanity check sometimes it's a slap and sometimes it's a hug but i need you to get your mind together because we need to go into 2021 better than 2020 2020 is already out of line still out of line and it's still going right but let's not hold on to old habits and bring them into 2021. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and and really uh, with this helping, you know, asking people the questions. It, some people, they make it very, very hard for you to challenge um, when you suspect that they're an enabler, they make it hard for you to challenge them. You know, like they'll be like, well, why are you asking me? this? I said I was this and this and that. No, I'm really trying to get to the heart of the problem. You know what I mean? Um, to see whether I'm helping you or I'm enabling you. You know, what have you done? Sit down and walk me through this process. I remember at one point, you know, somebody had asked me for some money. I said, well, I'm going to send you a budget sheet. <laughs> show me, show me, you know, how you spend your money. You know, what's your, your, your um, expenses are per month? Show me all these things. And um, in my mind, it was like, because I need to see if there's some excess that be, can be cut out so that you can better, you know, spend your money no. in, in the areas where it's required. They don't want because that. 
Mm-mm. They didn't want that. No, it's like it's like Dave Chappelle giving his <laughs> talking about the crackhead. I hate to talk about crackheads, but he was like, "Hey, man, look, what you want? You know, you want some food?" He was like, "Look, man, I just want some crack. All right, I might get some fries, but I want some crack." So, look, Camille, they don't want your budgeting uh, expertise. You do. They don't. They don't. It, it harms. They do. Airman and family ready. This does it, and um, I think I do it better. Um, <laughs> look, even the person there told me that I did. So. I, I try to make sure that, you know, I'm not responsible. Somebody else told me this, uh-uh, but you're still coming back over here to me. I need to know for myself that you got the information. And so the next time when you don't do what you're supposed to do, I can say no. Easily. See? Yes. <laughs> you know? yes. Now, so when I'm giving my money, then I'm going to make sure that, you know, it's, it's utilized or whatever. Or it's just helping people out. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, but what you think about this? Because me and Lily talked about this recently. So people will gladly remind you of where you came from if you surpass them. Ooh, so what? That's way. where I was. But look at me now. Right. But, but, but you know what? You know what I got a problem with? And, and this is the deal. <clears throat> well, I, it's not necessarily a problem, but it's something that I've observed. Right. If someone say, if they remember where you were at a certain point, watch this, ladies and gentlemen. If they remember that because they saw you, chances are they was there too. Uh oh, uh oh. So hey, hey now, hey, we got choices in life. Yes, I decided to dance over here. It was a little harder, but I've I, I've gained some skills right that enabled me to live a certain way but guess what when that uh fork in the road was there we was right there standing together right on listen together so now if you remember me getting it in acting out of line in the 90s and now you see me now you said, look i remember when you was yeah well you, you was with me but come on now so how do you deal with that so for me, me and my girlfriend were having Tosh, uh, I don't know if she on here or not, but me and her were having a conversation about that the other day. And when people do that, you'd be like, if I'm if I'm in the same place that I was at 24 as I am at 44, there's an issue. You know, you should have grown during this time. And and I always tell people, you cannot hold me prisoner to my past. You know, we did the, the segment on um, freeing yourself from shame, and mm-hmm. I had to do that. You can't tell me anything about me that I don't already know. I did it. And I'm over it. You know what I mean? I am a grown person. I had to go through some things to learn some things to get me where I am today. Mm -hmm. And when people bring that up and I'm like, okay, so your insecurities, I saw your panties are showing. See, You know, your Mm -hmm. insecurities are showing. You know, ask me how I got here or ask me if I can help you. Don't try to, you know, sabotage and slander my name because we all did something. Oh, boy, I would love to have been a a fly on the wall in your house. See, Even now when you're trying to say something, when I know about your kids, I know about what you've been doing. You know, I just haven't said it. But I'm like, okay, there's nothing you can tell me about me that I don't already know. Exactly. So when they say that, my mom used to say, I give you permission to lie on me. Mm -hmm. It takes that whole, you know, uh, that deflates somebody so quickly. You and I both know, you know, and I am not that other meme that says, you know, a lot of people uh, know a a version of me that no longer exists. Mm. And that's how I am. That That's who I was then, 20 years ago, but it's not who I am today. Mm-hmm. And who I am today is authentically me, yeah. regardless of all those things. And all of those things made me who I am. So you can say what you want to. We all have a history. Listen, look, you know? look I'm so glad these uh, 
camera phones wasn't around. It, it, listen, boy. Hey, though. listen. <laughs> hey, show you right. Look, ladies and gentlemen, Seth wasn't always this this okay this this polished, if you will. And look, I still got some growing and learning to do. You dig? Yes. But the thing is, is that there's things that we have to learn about ourselves and be able to grow from it. And I've said this before, and it actually was Sean Connery, you know, rest his soul, that said this. He says, individuals, some individuals grow, or some individuals get older, and some mature. So we need to be, we need to look and see those individuals that we are helping versus enabling. Is this individual mature enough and they're in a tight situation and I can help them out and knowing that this was something that's outside of their control or is this just an old ass baby boy? When I mean old ass baby boy, somebody that's older, but they mind ain't wrapped around responsibilities. Ladies and gentlemen, if I'm talking to you or somebody, you know, send them this and say, hey, get that fool out your attic or hey, get your 35 year old daughter. Watch this. And her kids. And her kids' kids, right? Because, listen, I've I seen some some 30-year-old nanas. Where that come from? Who knows? But nevertheless, okay. listen, stop enabling a certain thought process and a lifestyle. Because <clears throat> the question is, and I want you guys to think about this. What's going to happen when you don't? What I mean by that, God forbid something happens to you and you have been helping someone for so long. They are an adult, but they are dependent on you. What's going to happen? Like what type of uh, uh, contingency plan, if you will, those out there that know anything about the military, y'all know contingency or, you know, redundance, right? But the question is, what do you do? Or what's going to happen when you can no longer sustain someone else's lifestyle? Are you planning, watch this, y'all. Are you planning on stopping the buck or passing the buck to somebody else? Say, look, you know they can't do this. I'm going to need you to look out for them. Look, you come on now. Let's be real. You see? Because, look, sometimes we can pick up other folks' baggages and none of them clothes fit you. You dig? Hey, I'll say one more time for those in the back. Sometimes we can pick up. Other folks' baggages and them clothes ain't yours. They're not yours. So, what, 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 what <laughs> you know, come I, on I, now. I've been having to deal with this a little bit, so it's a little bit closer to me. But, you know, you have to, at some point, let grown people be grown people. And they have to feel the consequence of their actions. They have to, it has to hurt a little bit. You know what I mean? For them to understand, especially when they also have responsibility themselves. You know, I, my daughter, I, I'll say, you know, I'll be here to kind of support you. But she knows me that I'm a, if you don't want to hear this lecture or you don't want to walk through these processes, you better figure it out. You know, but if we keep doing it, we keep enabling them to continue to come back, to shirk their responsibilities, to not take responsibility for the things that they have done. And they continue to do it. Then we get mad about it. But then we be like, well, I can't let them just sit out there and be all this and all that. Guess what? They ain't going to be homeless. Watch this. They going to find somewhere to go. Hey. There's Section 8 housing. There's welfare. There's Medicaid. Too there's many. different services Too many services. To the local, you know, uh, chamber of commerce, find out what, uh, uh, businesses and services give out free food hey. and I'm not saying put people out that's no. not what I'm saying no. but what I'm saying is 
there if there's a will, there's a way. Hey, that goes back to another thing. Listen, are you enabling a lazy fool? Because listen, yes. I, I, I'm gonna put this back up. Shame on anybody that's living like this. Shame if you know him, slap him two times. One for you and one for me. Look at this. Stop paying your 32 year old son's child support, right? While he's still in caps having babies and not being responsible. Really? No. Yes, really. Because check it out. It happens even for the women. Why are you taking care of your daughter's kids and kids? Right? Because listen, to your point, your son don't want to go to jail. Okay? Listen, let him not pay that child support. What's going to happen? You don't want him to go to jail, but he don't want to go to jail. So look here. Put him out there and say, go ahead. Look, you don't want him to get you. Go on. You don't want him to get Do what you got to do. Okay, and watch this. How do I do that, Daddy? Google it. Look here. <laughs> Go and Google it. Because listen, I ain't paying your child support. Hey, that ain't mine. You did it. I wasn't there. It wasn't mine. You ain't used mine. Okay, so you ain't using my money. You feel me? Yes, and, and they use make the so daddy. many excuses as to why they can't, you know, oh, what is that? You know, they just ain't able to do. And you think you are? See, like, and and that's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't get it. Like you have to, uh, you, you don't have to. <laughs> it's a choice, <laughs> but don't complain about it. <laughs> See? You're doing it. If See? you're enabling, and if you know that, and if you're making excuses for the person's bad behavior, whether it's your son, your daughter, your grandchild, your you know sister, brother, mother, friend, whoever, if you continue to um, give into that thing, stop complaining about it because that's a choice that you make. Yes. Just the same choice that you made to say, okay, I'll do this is the same choice you can make. It takes the same energy to say, no, I won't. Yes. And and you don't have to, again, like I said, that guilt trip they try to take you on, you don't got to go on a ride. Mm-hmm. You don't got to go on a journey. Mm-hmm. You can just simply jump off. Mm-hmm. Be like, I didn't do this. I didn't recklessly spend my money. Mm-hmm. I didn't go out there. I'm not going out there and buying all these things that I don't need. Um, you know, and now that I can't pay my rent and then I expect somebody, I'm, that's not me. And so you have to pay the consequence for your choices. Mm. And mm-hmm. and it's okay. You ain't going to die because of it. Hey. It, it, you ain't gonna die. You ain't gonna listen. Wait, wait but, but but understand the point. You don't want to die. Come on, now listen. You, you go find a way. Listen, it's okay that to listen. And I know people think that this is um, based off of your background, right? You you may not think that this is a great way to teach a person how to swim. How they do it back in the day, y'all? What they do? What they do back in the day? Okay, listen. They take that person and say, "Hey, <clears throat> gone. This is the deal." You're going to sink or swim. I'm watching you. I don't want you to die, but you don't want to die. Even to family members, I don't want to watch you suffer, but I want to watch you work it out for yourself. Listen, <laughs> if you got four, well, if, if you got all your limbs uh-huh. and common sense, you need to put that in motion so that you can get out the ocean. Because, listen, I'm not always going to be there to fish your crazy ass out. And then I'm going to get tired of it. Listen, why I always got to be in this ocean with you? Listen, you see, watch this. Hey, hey, watch it. Ladies and gentlemen, hopefully y'all here and y'all enjoying yourselves. Give us some thumbs up and share this. The question is, why do I always have to be in a situation that I didn't create for you? Right? Why you keep... Pulling me, hey, I want to go swimming, but you can't swim. No, nut, I don't want to go swimming. I can swim. I don't want to go swimming. Look, I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to babysit. 
Them ain't my kids. Look, and don't guilt me where they miss you. No, they don't. I don't even know them kids. <laughs> I'm just saying. But you know what I'm saying? Stop that. Why are you you can't put individuals in a situation that they didn't create and you did it. You feel right. me? Now, Camille, and ladies and gentlemen, those of you that's watching, have you been in that type of situation where people bring you to the situation that they created and then you feel, listen, you feeling worse than them. You're like, oh, man, that just sounds terrible. Lord, have wait, wait, hold on. Listen, you were school just five minutes ago until they called you. Now you in your mind trying to connect the dots to get them out of whatever situation they're in. Have you ever, has that ever happened to you, Camille, when your whole molecular structure changed because of food and then brought you in a silly ass reality? More times than I ever cared <laughs> to, to count. I, I, you know, at this point in my life, though, um, to, to, I think it was Lily's point, um, I think it was Lily, maybe. Right no, here? Uh, Ardrina. I'm oh, okay. Ardrina. When she was talking about living in a neighborhood where community is full of enablers, you know, you learn that stuff. You see, you know, your mom and your grandmother raising everybody's kids and this person's paying this bill to keep this person out of out of debt and everything. You see that. And so you continue to do it and then you keep doing it. And you just like, you know, I was up on one day and then somebody come and bring that stuff. And I'm like. You know, and yeah. then I feel obligated because that's the that, that's the examples that I've com- constantly came to see. And then finally, one day, thankfully, you know, I got a wake up call. And um, when I started learning about thinking and about the mind and the power that I have within myself, um, I had to do some soul searching. And it's things like these, this that I was watching that said, hey. Do I have to feel this way? Is it my, I mean, is that something I got? You mean I got a choice not to? You mean I could just say, okay, I hear what you're saying. You know what I mean? Give you some tools and I can go about my way and still be happy because it's not my situation. I don't have to take on the emotions of all of those people. Like we've seen it as beat down our communities for years and years and years. I can still say, okay, let me give you some tools or connect you with some people. (laughs) That's the better thing. Or connect you with some people that may be able to help you. And I can continue to go about my day and still feel good you know what I mean so it took a long time but when we see that constantly and I think that it's a, it's a lack of awareness um, for us we have this village mentality um, but sometimes I think uh, we take that a little bit out of context you know context. I think you I think you're right and there ladies and gentlemen that's a great point too we do have that village um, personality and, 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 and concept but you realize when you're taking care of the village idiot Right. Come on right. now. Realize, listen, right. it's one in every corner. You did? <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's one everywhere. So close the door. All right. He'll be okay because, look, he going to find somebody, but that somebody don't got to be you. It doesn't you. have to be you. And then if you create an awareness amongst other people, your family members, talking to them about it, your children, you know, challenging their, their thought process, their choices, you know, making them feel the consequence. So, and I always tell my kids every time we talk about, you know, there are intended and unintended consequences. Mm-hmm. Have you thought about both? Mm-hmm. You know, if you know that this could happen, that there's a possibility that this, this can happen. Mm-hmm. And are you um, ready 
for either consequence. And so when we learn, we have those conversations. And then more people in our village will be like, mm, we're not going to support the village idiot anymore. And then the village idiot might either have to figure it out or may have to go to another village. Hey, and have, <laughs> hey, might have to move off your... You listen, know? look, look, shout out to what Lily said. She said, be prepared to ostracize in distance yes. when you start saying no. Sometimes you lose people if they don't want growth and 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 can no longer eat off of you. And listen, that's and the that's deal. Fine. And that, but see, sometimes that's the a lot of all the time. I, I was about to say sometimes that's the best thing for yes. them. And look, ladies out there, those of you, <clears throat> but yet I don't. I, I, y'all gonna pick up what I'm put down, okay? I'm not gonna say ladies. I'm gonna say the men's. All right, brothers, listen. There comes a time when we have to stop enabling people. Okay, we have to stop doing that and be a good steward of our time and our intellectual knowledge, if that makes sense, right? Our property. And so it's it's easy. It can be easy for us because we can kind of compartmentalize. But just for the sake of argument, <clears throat> let's talk about the females just a little bit. And it's harder. It's harder if there isn't a lot of help with that. But the deal is, is that <clears throat> women and men, too, we have to be able to remove the the um, the umbilical cord, if that makes sense. Right. You remove the umbilical cord and you also remove the milk. You understand? Pull it out their mouth. They'd be OK, especially if hey, if they grown, they know how to get some more milk. OK, but listen, you don't want to go dry. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you, you need your own nourishment, if that makes sense. But you got to understand when to cut it off and people going to get mad. And it's unfortunate when you say no, you say no one time. And they look at you. Watch. Watch how people act when you say, mm, no, I'm straight. I can't do that. Watch how they act. If they get out of line, that means that means they are not prepared to do things on their own or they're not prepared or they don't respect you enough to to respect your time and to respect the no. So when you do say no, ladies and gentlemen, watch, watch that individual. If they say, you know what? Nope, you're right. My fault. I, it was just a relapse. And I appreciate you even listening versus really word. That's where we at a word. Okay. All right. I remember that. I'll remember. No, I really want you to remember it. No, seriously, please. So you don't come back. Hey, take a picture, <laughs> right? Remember, remember two times, write it down. But, but you get what I'm saying? What do you yeah. think about that? Ladies and gentlemen, even, you know, those that's watching right now, have you had to say no? And did the relationship change after no? Have yeah. that ever happened to you, Camille, where the, uh, where the relationship changed after you had to cut them off? Absolutely. It's happened to me several times. Um, and to Lily's part, you know, I had to learn because at first I was explaining away. You know what I mean? Like you didn't even ask me what was going on with me and I, I don't have it right now. Yes, you see all these things or whatever, but I don't have it. Then I was like, you don't even care anyway. Like, so I'm not going to explain. Didn't I'm not going to waste my time. Didn't care. And I was, yeah. And I was OK. And I'm like, you know what? I see who you are. And I'm going to keep you where you are. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And then to her other point, you know, that light and load for me, like Richard says, but to Lily's point, they cut off, you know, they want to act something. You lose the friendship, you lose the relationship. But guess what? It makes room for people 
who are really on your side, who really care about your your well-being. Sometimes we get so many people in our circle that are toxic to us, that are leeching off of us, that suck our energy dry, but that's what we're used to. And we just keep them around. But when they start, you know, you start setting those boundaries and they start, you know, removing themselves and you cut them off. It makes room for better people to enter your life that will lighten the load for you instead of putting everything on you that will sometimes say, hey, can I help you out? You know, is there something that you need from me? I see you you doing all these things and juggling these things. Let me do something to lighten the load. It also keeps a little bit more money. You guys have families. You know, ain't nobody paying for your family, but they want to take from your family. Every time you lend out money or things you're taking away from your own livelihood, you know, and you don't have to do that. That trip that you've been, you know, trying to go on all the, the, look, I told you them hundred thousand years that I done loaned out. I could have been traveling all around the world. I'll never get that money back, but you know, I'm doing better now. You know what I'm saying? And it's like that, that man that goes around, it's like $300 for, you know, a, a Louis purse or whatever, this and this and that. But you can, if you want to go on trip, you always going on trips. Yeah, but you got them J's that cost two hundred dollars. I know some ah. people like J's out there. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not knocking if you can afford it. But you got them J's. You got this, this uh, Louis. You got this, um, you know, Christian. You got this, all this and all that that you want to flop. But you ain't even been outside of your hometown. Don't be mad at me about that. If you just stop doing that one thing, don't buy that one purse. You can get you a cruise over a weekend and go see something outside of them four walls that you got, you know, for $300. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. It, it, it is a mindset. And, and unfortunately, sometimes we can't teach people how to change their mindset. But of course, like we've said before, and then someone mentioned earlier, we can teach people how to treat, treat us. us. So, but your standards, ladies and gentlemen, is what's going to teach people to treat you. So if your standard, look, if your standard is a two foot fence and somebody keep hopping over it, who fault is that? Listen, they're, they're made to jump. You're right. They're, they're made to just walk over it. Right. So it's your responsibility to bring it on up. Right. Put some barbed wire around that mug. Make it uncomfortable. You dig? Yes. I mean, you really need to set that standard. So they, like, they look at it. Nah, I ain't going to come at them like that because they know it's going to be some work. Like you said, you got those wise. All right. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm going to ask another one. I say, hey, well, how you get there in the first place? Really? Hey, listen, how you get it? And look, I'm going to keep it. I'm like, where? What? I'm going to get so deep into it. It's going to change the whole conversation. Then they're going to feel like that. You know what? I should have did this better. Yeah, you're right. You should have done this better. And then they're going to leave still without getting nothing. You ain't getting nothing from me. Look, and got, got the money. Knowledge. Hey, got some knowledge. Hey, but got the money in my pocket. Shout out to everybody that's watching. Listen, we got some time. We want to make sure that you guys call in, right? The number is below 618-792-6747. We'd love to hear a time when you woke up, right? You, you woke up and say, hold on, I'm enabling a grown ass man or woman. You are saying, yes. or in a relationship, somebody that I've been holding on to for 30 years and, and listen, they, they, they still ain't got their mind together. They ain't got it right. 30 years. Hey, well, and guess what? We're going into a new year. It might be 31 years. <laughs> Come on now. Hey, hey now. That's what I'm saying. But y'all listen though, seriously. No, but, but but for real though, because we're doing that. And and, yeah, and then the thing is, what we do, we have the love for them to say, boy, they just need to get right. They just need to get. But I ask you, ask yourself, how many times have you been saying that? They just need. Uh oh, hold on, we got a caller. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. 
Yeah, hello. What's going on, y'all? How y'all doing today? All right, ladies hey, and gentlemen, hey. we got Herm on in the building. What's up, bro? Yo, hey, man. First off, y'all, excellent show this morning. Uh, I, I take a lot of credit for it for me being in the comments, but <laughs> so y'all look good, too. You know what I'm saying? Right on. Hey, but hey, talking about enabling, man, I think that a lot of us military folks, I mean, I see for military folks because, you know, that's, that's what we're in, but I'm pretty sure they have this in the civilian sector, too. We're bad at that when we don't tell people the truth about their performance and who they are. Mm. You know, when people come to you and complain to you about, hey, such and such, man, you know what I'm saying? They, they probably just racist against me or, or whatever reason they come to you about why they feel like they're being treated a certain way. And we tell them, you know what? Well, yeah, man, you probably right. Instead of telling them the truth, like, nah, man, <laughs> if you look at your performance, you know what I'm saying? They kind of validate what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, that's a whole nother, whole nother way of enabling, you know what I'm saying? Even in, in that aspect, it's not always money. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes just the advice you give them, you let them know that you got to tell them the truth about themselves sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Yo, I appreciate that. And you know what, man? And and I appreciate you, A, for calling. But B, we and I know we talk often, but that is something that individuals don't really want to have. Like, they want to, listen, it's like, I'm going to be the hero in every story. You understand? Right. And, and everybody else has tried to do me wrong. So I need you to show alliance by telling me what I want to hear, not the truth, because watch this. We know people like this. As soon as I tell you, listen, you see that on the ground, that's yours, and it smell like yours. You understand? Right. That's why you're in this situation. The conversation get real short, quick. And you know what? Uh, you know, let, let, let me go. I got to go walk my fish. I'll be right back. You ain't got to walk <laughs> no fish. You mad. See? <laughs> but, yo, shout out, man. Hey, thanks for hey, calling, man, brother. It's like... No. It's- the, the way the way you know that you're not helping them out is when you hang up that phone or you leave that conversation with them, you think in your head, man, that 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 dude dumb as hell, or that one <laughs> dumb as hell. But you didn't tell them to their face though. You know what I mean? Hey, y'all be easy. All right, all right man, that, man. Yo, but that's true. That's no, so yes. true. And, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna tell you, it's 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 kind of like kids though, because I'm that honest person now. You know, well, I guess I've always been. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm like, okay, tell me what you did or didn't do. Mm-hmm. You know, do you know? And then with people, well, they didn't deserve this. Well, what did you do to deserve it? Mm-hmm. Do you know what they did on the back end? And I would hold people to the fire and accountable for that. And I would sit there and I'm like, okay, we need to sit and talk this out. Did you know X Y or did you you know? What were you, could you have done better? And they're like, uh, yeah. And then the other thing is when they get upset, I used to tell, have a saying that I always say, when you get over yourself, I'll still be here. If you need me, I'll be here, yeah. you know, which means go home. Yeah. Sit on that for a minute. Still love Think you. About it. Yeah. I still love you. I'm going to do my job mm-hmm. as your supervisor. I'm going to take care of you, but I'm also going to tell you the truth in love, you know, and let you, because I want you to be better. Yeah. I want you to be better. And I want you to know that I see what's going on and you can't just get away with piss poor uh, performance and expect to be rewarded for it. That's right. No, you can't. You did not do everything. That you was you know, to do. you know, it, it, and, and I love I love that. And and so and, and ladies and gentlemen, I ain't going to get too deep into this, but um, we need to let individuals know only, only, only if they're coming to us for any type of advice. Right now, listen, if they come to you for any type of advice based off of what they want and you see where they're at, if they truly want your advice, you're going to listen, y'all, y'all might have to ask them two to three times. Listen, do you really want the truth? You dig? Like, do you really want the truth? Because (coughs) hold on, y'all look. 
<laughs> Look here. Some of that truth might knock you down a couple of pegs. You see? Look, some of this truth I'm about to drop on your ass might kind of make you reevaluate some things. Now, understand, I asked you, do you want this? Because I'm going to give it to you with love, but I'm giving you ether. Ladies and gentlemen, ether is like that fire truth, 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 truth. Because... Mm -hmm. I have to be willing to take it, but I, you also have to be willing to accept it from me if this is what you want. Now, again, the reason why I say ask a couple of times, because let a person give them give them the opportunity to say, I just want to vent. So I can say, mm -hmm. okay, cool, because you don't want to hear the truth and I can just dance with you. But what you're not going to do <laughs> is expect me to play in your reality. You dig mm -hmm. and ask me, look, I really want to know how can I do this? Well, Yep. Your, your 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 work ethic is basic or you you the energy that you put into things is 30 percent and you're looking for 100. OK, let's be real. You feel me now? Again, you got to be able to have that type of conversation. But if not, you are to uh, Herm's point, you are enabling an individual if you can't give them that truth. If they want it, but be prepared. They may not want it. Give them the opportunity. But if yes. not, they, you just need to cut that conversation off because they will keep coming to you to mm -hmm. get that false validation. And that's why I don't even dance. Even if they just want to be heard, I don't dance with them. I just listen. Yeah, like if you want me to listen, that's what it because I'm not going to give you any indication that I agree with that because I don't, you know. So you can say what you want to say, but at the end of the day, People know when they haven't done. I had a, had a conversation with somebody else, and I'm like, did you really do everything that you could do? It was like, yeah, I was, no, you didn't. Because that, you you know the difference between your 100% and your 50% and your 30%. Mm -hmm. You're going to tell me that you was at 100% all this time? And it was like, well, no, exactly. I'm not going to uh, co-sign on, you know, your, your mess. But then I found too, that it's like, people are like kids, you know, they really want structure. They buck against the rules, but they want structure. They mm -hmm. want somebody to discipline them mm -hmm. because it shows that they genuinely care about them. And I had a troop, he was going through some things and he came back and he said, you know, he didn't like me for a long time. Well, I had a couple of, but he didn't like me for a long time, but he came back. He said, sir Thomas, I just want you to tell me this because I know of all people, you will tell me the truth about myself. And he says, am I wrong in this? And I said, well, no, but there are some things that you could have done differently or done this way or whatever. And he was like, I knew you would give me your honest opinion. He was like, I know that you care. He was like, I didn't always like it. I didn't like it back then. You know, he was like, but I've grown and I understand how important it is. And I really value your opinion. So he would come to me and another guy came to me and was like, you know, five years, I've held this grudge for you because of what you said. I wasn't this and this and that. He goes, but I get it now. He was like, and, and you were trying to get me to grow and trying to move me. And you kept telling me that if I wanted these things and I had to do them. And he said, and I fought against it for so long. He was like, and then here I am. He goes, and I get it now. And I just want to say thank you. And he was like, can I give you a hug? And I was like, he's not a hugging person. So I was like. Because oh, if, be, sure, because because know? because you touch something and, and, and ladies and gentlemen, it's about that yes. being able to. And I've said this before, but that honesty with compassion. Right. Without mm -hmm. compassion is brutality. So be willing, like Herm was talking about, having that mentor mm -hmm. that can, that you can talk to that's going to yes. give you that truth. But you got to understand that person is giving you the truth because they truly care about yeah. you. But then not only do they care about you, they care about their own self because I ain't going to spend all day talking to an idiot. Meaning not saying you're an idiot, but a person that wants to include me in their delusion. 
Y'all, listen. <laughs> Look, you got some folks. <laughs> listen, I'm sorry, y'all. I, I, I promise you. I promise you, y'all. I, I love y'all. Y'all understand. This is the sanity check, and this is it, hopefully this is resonating with you all, right? But you have individuals that. This 2020, right? We had a pandemic. They've been in their house forever for today in their mind, right? But they've they've they're creating their own reality, okay? Because they ain't been out playing, you see. So now that they have their own reality, they want to include you in it. But see, their reality ain't real, you see, because things still happen. So, but you need to be on the outside of it. Say, wait a minute, this fool and lost his mind. He thinks that everybody else is the problem. Wait, listen, look, she thinks all men is bad because all of them did this. But now, self, I'm thinking, what you thinking, self? I'm thinking, why is it that every time she finds somebody, they do the same thing. But then she come and talks to me about it like I need to support her. Say, yeah, girl, you're right. Come on now. So be weary of enabling individuals delusional thought process. Say, hey, you crazy because you did this and this and this and this. And listen, not only you've been doing this, you've been doing it for years. You've been doing it for so long, you don't even know you're doing it no more. You understand? Look, you've been doing it for so long, you can teach other people how to do it. But that's not reality. <laughs> you yes. get what I'm saying? I just tell them. I, I, I'm learning to say, I, you know, I listen and I'm like, I hear you, but I don't agree. You yeah. know, or I hear you, but mm-hmm. I'm not really feeling that. Or I hear you because, you know, they in their things, but I'm hearing something else, too. You know, God has gifted me with this. I can hear what isn't said. Um, I don't take that lightly. And so I pay attention to those things, the body language, the you know, the, those certain keywords, that, that emotion. And when they're in conflict, I'm like, ah, I see what your mouth is saying. I hear what your mouth is saying. But it does not go with the reality of the situation. Yes. And so here are some things that we need to talk about. So I start asking questions, mm-hmm. you know, and um, questions that will, will challenge their, their thoughts. And, you know, you're trying to justify. And then I'd be like, okay, are you trying to tell me or convince me? Mm-hmm. Are you convincing you? You trying to convince me or convince yourself, you know, and, and, and we can have those conversations, but, you know, when we do, it is making people see. And that's why even when people ask me, like, well, what happened to all these? What did this person do? I give them my side of the story because I am responsible for my choices. Mm-hmm. And even if other people did some things, it was because I stayed and I allowed it. Or, you know, I didn't stand up to do whatever. So I always and everybody was like, well, you were real honest about, like, you just take responsibility. No, I know that I, I can only take responsibility for my part. That's it. right. So I'm going to tell you that part. Gotcha. You know, and so I try to challenge people to do the same. Mm-hmm. You know, what did you do? Or didn't you do? Or what did you allow? What didn't you allow? Right. Did you do these things? You know what I mean? I'm, I know this is what happened, but in this situation, tell me about you. Mm-hmm. You know, and put that back on them to take personal responsibility about it. And that goes for the enabler, and that goes for those that are enab- right. enabling or codependent. Why do you continue to do when you know better? That's right. When you know that this person is using you. When you feel it, it's probably because it's your gut is telling you it's true. Absolutely. You already know. Absolutely. You want somebody else to validate it so you can say it, but you don't need anybody else. You can validate it yourself and you can put a stop to whatever it is that you continue to do to help them That's or true. enable them. That's know? right. That's so. right. Well, look, ladies and gentlemen, listen, we want to love we love you and we appreciate you guys being on. We was talking about the helping versus enabling and the difference with that. So just key notes. Just remember, 
set boundaries. Learn to be okay to see people struggle. They'll be all right. They don't want to stay there for long. You dig? Let them get uncomfortable. All right. And then it's okay to tell them to Google it. It's okay. Right? They got a smartphone and don't even pay the bill. Right? You're probably paying the bill that they can get the information to get out of the situation that they're in. Right on, right on. But right on. with that, we will make sure that we see you all next week, same time. And again, it's at AM, not PM, if y'all got the wrong information. But we see y'all soon. Later.